Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yates. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you the good news of the parish and to enable you to grow outside of the walls of the church building. So, as we said last week, Justin's just got back from spring harvest and he's all filled with the spirit and what have you and all the rest of it. But what did they say to you at the end of spring harvest? What was the last thing they said to you? It was probably the most profound thing that they said. I mean, there was a lot of things said that I've taken and still reflecting on it now. But the bit they said is that you must remember that when you go back to your parish and turn up to the church, that there is an expectation that everyone in that church will be full of the Spirit, like we were standing in the big top with thousands of people worshipping God. And you would expect that to be the same when you walked into your Sunday service. Mm but they give the shock statement that clearly they won't. It'll be a very different feel. It won't be follow the spirit of spring harvest. It'll be their life. It'll be how they feel and and what they need from the church. And they warned us not to walk in there and become this advanced Christian because you've just spent all week with (laughs) spring harvest. He gave an analogy that people sometimes walk in and say, you may touch my robes that have been to spring harvest. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I've been there. I'm now an advanced Christian. And so it was was the realisation that the conference or the festival was ended and you've got to go off there and be a disciple and spread the word. But don't ram it down people's face it's like you're the most advanced christian going because you've been in it there so it it was the most profound thing and it made it, it was the realization that coming back home i need to be patient and i need to work with my belief and and work with others to spread the good word yeah it's a bit like getting married really isn't it yeah because when you i often talk about this with couples who were who are going through marriage preparation yes and it's such a big deal getting married and it's such a big do and it's all the focus is on that wedding and hopefully I, I've got a rule I don't marry anybody right who doesn't go on honeymoon okay right because that's against the law is it in my book right <laughs> you've got to go on honeymoon okay forget about Auntie Doris's beef yeah right? yeah spend the money on a really brilliant honeymoon something yes. you remember yeah and you know you, I can vividly remember um when when we got back from from honeymoon we went to paris we did and we stayed in this dodgy hotel called the grand hotel lavique i would never stay there now it was horrible <laughs> with, a t- with a title like that it wasn't very grand <laughs> no it was it a kind of uh, a partition which they said was an ensuite but it wasn't it was a kind of half a mdf wall you know it was very dodgy anyway um so we stayed there we came back and uh, and it was just normal okay and that was quite a shock, really, is that you know, you've been on this, this wonderful journey of committing to this other person and, and, and being in love and your yeah. relationship is just absolutely amazing and wonderful and all these yes. other things. And then you've got to go to work on Monday. Yeah, yes. And you've got to empty the bin. And my wife always jokes about this, is that um, uh, she, she, came, she said to me, can you empty the bin, please? And apparently I was lying on the sofa watching the telly and I said, yeah, 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 yeah. And after half an hour of asking me to do it and me going, yeah, 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 she brought the bin in, put it in front of me and said, empty the bin, you know. And I was like, okay, this is normal now, you know. Yeah. And I think 
that's just relationships, isn't it? It is. I think you are right. And that, that, I think we can all relate to the Monday morning feeling going back to work after a week <laughs> off on holiday. And it, it, it is. It, it, well, you hit the brick wall, don't you? At times, you think, "Well, we're here. We're back again. What was the point?" Because we're back to the age-old emails and back to normality. Yeah, and I think the thing is with it though is that we can always then seek after recreating that sense that you had either on honeymoon or at yeah. spring harvest or at Walsingham or yeah. and and your relationship then becomes about experiencing some kind of high yes rather than deepening down into something which is really solid yeah and i think that's the that's what they're trying to say in in Walsingham they give the same talk yeah. right they say at the last um service you have at the Walsingham Shrine, they say, what are you going to take from Walsingham? Yeah. What are you going to take back to your parish? Okay. Um, which is basically the same thing, because it won't be like this. No, no, that's it. And it? everybody's there going, oh, but I want it to be like yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's an element of your forum that just isn't there. I mean, there, I think both me and Charlie have spoken about the things that we can take from Spring Harvest that will influence our home life, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, we never really thought about praying together, but we learned that that's probably the most intimate thing that both me and Charlie can do for our Christian faith. So, you know, having a morning prayer together to pray that we have a good day and and, and and that that type of ritual that we want to get into is a little bit of spring harvest that we can that's changed our life um, yeah and I think that's that's the weird thing is when I do bereavement visits and things is when people when people have had this deep loving relationship with another person so you've been married for like 50 60 years or something yes what they miss isn't the honeymoon yeah it isn't the lovely meal out what they miss more than anything else is the cup of tea in the morning yeah it's that everyday yes things that you don't feel yeah that are actually the most meaningful yeah and that's really quite weird because we live in a society which is all about having this brilliant experience yeah but that's not what binds us to each other and what binds us to God it's, it's that it's the small things isn't it yeah that's the thing it's it the is, little things it is the little things that <coughs> that make up the big things um, yeah, yeah so that that that's it's been a bit of a mission of ours to take a little bit of the spirit of spring harvest into our life and I know I'm confident in my Christianity to a, to, a, to a point now where I can walk in the church and feel comfortable at home and I'm not saying I didn't before but I get a very different sense where I'm here now. Yeah. Um, you know, I found myself welcoming someone new into the church. I'd, I would have probably shied away a little bit from that now. But automatically, it just it just flowed out of me that I was welcoming people to the church that had not been there before at the last sunburst that I was at. And it just felt right. It's yeah. Funny. And I think what, what, what you find sometimes in, in these sorts of situations is we need both. We need the, the big events. Mm. But we, the big events inform and energise the everyday. Yeah. And it's what you, you carry forward into it. And it's about sort of capturing that momentum. Yeah. You know, I, I always remember um, when I went to Tese, which is this uh, monastery in France, when I was about ooh, 20 or so. Mm. And when we came away from that, I began to be a bit more diligent in saying my prayers in the morning. Yeah. And doing things like that. So it, the, the real gain from going to Teze 
wasn't the experience of it being wonderful. Mm. The gain is what I took away from it. Yes. If you see what I mean. Absolutely. <clears throat> and it rejuvenizes you as well, doesn't it? You, I think, I guess, how you've you've decided a career in this world, and, and I guess that it can get a bit samely at times, the same old uh, kind of programme of things that you've got yeah. to do, and your belief and your within God is strong, but I guess even... You need time to go away. Oh yeah, and, and top up that. Don't put me in the other. It's essential. Yeah. Is it, it, if you what I've noticed is that in the Christian life, if you don't make time for God in the little ways, in yeah. other words, pray in the morning, pray in the evening, the regular contact with God, and as well the annual uh, retreat or spring harvest or pilgrimage, these other things, if you let that slip. Yeah. Um, my life stops making sense. Okay. Everything yeah. just it just gradually erodes. Yeah. And you know it, it is like any other relationship. It is like uh, spending time with your kids. Yeah. If you don't make the effort to spend time with your kids, it that relationship will gradually erode. Yeah. And one day you'll wake up and you'll think, I don't know this person. Mm. And, and you don't even notice this happened. No, that you're right. And, 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 you know, I can relate. <clears throat> I can relate to that. You know, it, it, there's similarities with your relationship with God as it is with your partner. You know, if I've had a busy month at work, and 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 Charlie's also had a busy week, and a busy month at work, we at times become disconnected because we've not had time for each other. But actually, taking the time to invest in a relationship, which means either having a uh, going out for a date night or spending a weekend away, it it's a, it it tops it up again, doesn't it? Yeah, because you suddenly realise, you know, uh, we me and my wife went away for a night away in Clifton over just after Easter. Yeah. And uh, you, it's always the same. You think, do it actually? You know, we get on. This is good. You know, this <laughs> <laughs> is good. And it's nice to be with somebody when the kids aren't there. Yeah. And I think, but the difference is, unless you make the effort to enjoy yourself yes you're not going to do so yeah and life gets in the way yeah and it sort of grinds you down yeah and erodes what's really important yes in in the bible um the fundamental sin of the people of israel is they're forgetful okay they're people who forget god and forget each other and yeah. forget who they are. Yeah. So it's not that they decide suddenly to do awful things or whatever, or just be ridiculous. They gradually forget. They gradually, gradually forget, and then yeah. they're in a mess, yeah. and then they say, how do we get in this mess? And one of the prophets says, well, because you've forgotten yeah. who you are. Yeah. And they go, no, we haven't. And then something really bad happens to them, and then they go... Oh yeah, we did forget, didn't we? Yeah. Can we come back now, please? Yes. And then the prophet calls. Oh, go on then. Go on then. Yeah. Go on then. You know. Um, but I think one of the central ideas in um, even in the creation story, you know, in in Genesis chapter one, um, it's there as a song. I might go into that a bit more at a later date if anyone wants to ask me about it. But it's basically a song with a chorus. Okay. Evening came and morning came the first day. Evening came and morning came the second day. Evening came, morning came, third day, like that. Right? Okay, so it's yeah. got a chorus, so, yeah. so we know it's a song. Yeah, and it's a song about how orderliness brings life. Okay. Okay. So creation, 
comes through the bringing of order. Now, as a science nerd, you'll immediately yeah. understand that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how science works. Yes. Order brings life. Yes. Entropy or chaos brings death. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and at the centre of it is this idea of orderliness with time, because God rests on the seventh day. Okay. So what that's all about, the Sabbath, this idea of resting on the seventh day, is finding um, time in your life for each aspect of your life. So okay. in other words, um, we it's resting, not because you're tired, but it's resting in preparation for the rest of your life, or the rest for the following week. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So that's yeah. why rest yeah, yeah. comes not at the end of the week. No. Rest comes at the beginning of the week. The beginning of the week. On the yeah. first day of the week, right? So how we put that into practice in everyday life really is with things like spring harvest. Yeah. That is your Sabbath. Yeah. That's your rest in time. Yeah. Your time that you've set aside to be with God yeah. in a particular way, right? For the reasons that we've said. Yeah. And then each day we need to set aside some time for each other, for God, for work, for other things, yeah. right? And it's the same with each week, you know, on a Sunday, or if you can't go on a Sunday, on a Saturday at Messy Church, whatever, you set aside a portion of time yeah. for God and for family and for work and for everything else. And unless we have rules about that, yeah, the we'll just forget yeah it, it's silly we, we and, and the weird thing is is that when i do talk to people whose relationships have gone wrong either with their partners or with their um their children or whatever the first thing they always say is i was working a lot of hours mm. which then allows you to break those rules to break those traditions to break because and, and, and not because you're a bad person or you're doing no, things badly. No, 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 not at all. It's just with the best of intentions, life gets in the way, doesn't it? It well, it does. That is it, isn't it? it? You know, and then you you wake up one day and you think, oh, I haven't, you know, I was, I haven't been as diligent in my prayers this last week mm. or the week before. Maybe that's why things are going a bit. Yes. Do you see what I mean? And, and I think it's important to have that moment of reflection, isn't it? To to sit back and go, where have things gone wrong, and why do I feel like I do? And and if you can you can connect with God in a more disciplined way, then you probably won't ask those questions so much. I think. Well, you, you kind of do, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I do anyway. Bad yeah. from experience. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think the thing is with it, what I've always found um, in every aspect of my life is that if you have these different rules mm. and we always diary boring stuff okay we never diary good stuff yeah right and a, and a really sort of basic way of doing it is we did this about five years ago and it's the best thing we ever did yeah is the family diary okay right okay and what we did was we wrote down because my wife was getting annoyed because it was my fault i'd be working in the evenings yeah and she would say are you working tonight and she and i would say yes and she knew I was working night because I hadn't got changed. Okay. And she said, well, when will you be back? And I said, I don't know, half past ten. And she said, oh, okay. Are you working tomorrow? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And it wasn't how much I was working. It was she didn't know okay. when I was working because yep. I work in a regular way. Yeah. So what we did was we, on a Sunday afternoon, I sat down and I wrote down what, what I was doing that week, the boring stuff, yeah. right? What the kids needed for school. Yeah. 
because that took the stress away. You know, yeah. who had swimming, who had jujitsu, who had this and you know, all that stuff. We did all that, right? And then we diaried in nice stuff like day out, okay, or uh, night out together, yeah. or uh, watch a film together, or yes. so we still do that now. We we have family night. Okay. On a Friday, yeah. where um, we we have it's somebody's choice. Yeah. It's 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 Lydia's choice next week, so God knows what we'll have. <laughs> um, but they choose. The rule is that they can choose anything as long as it involves everybody. Okay. So you watch a film, play a game, yeah, do whatever. But after tea on Friday, family night. Family night sounds good. Sounds yeah, really good and way. then you know, but sometimes we can't do it, so we have to transfer it to Saturday. Yeah. But we always do it. Find a space, absolutely. And I think yeah. that's great when you've got a busy family, isn't it? Because it's so important to have that uh, connection with your family. But it's the same with with Spring Harvest and what have you, and with the different things that we do for, for prayer time and so yeah. on. It's actually saying, oh, I'm going to do this, mm. or, or we're going to do it together. Yes. Um, because that way, and having those rules that suit you, Yeah. that's... And that's really what the bedrock of the relationship is. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, with anybody. It's it it resonates, doesn't it, really well? And I think it, once again, here we are, one of the first sections of the Bible that people relate to. They they know Genesis, and here we are talking about how you can put it a modern context onto it and put it into our normal day life. Once again, it's the Bible done it again. <laughs> well, it is to do. Uh, that, that, uh, the Bible, that is the, one of the central themes of the whole of the Bible, yeah. is that creation is about bringing order to chaos. Yeah. And if we order our lives, right, then we, we are more creative and good things happen and life occurs. Yes. If we're chaotic then death occurs. Yeah. And if we think about, say, a recess ward, mm, yeah. it's a very ordered place, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's got to be. It's got to be, isn't it? Because the minute you let something slip, then then you, you are at risk of a patient deteriorating. And if you haven't got order, then you'll always see chaos. Yeah. So bring order to your lives at spring harvest. <laughs> so next time we're going to be talking about uh, Messy Church, isn't it, I think? Yeah, so Messy Church, um, you'll hear more about it on the next episode, but it's a, a really, uh, it's a part of my church life that I've, that, that was the beginning of my church life, uh, where it got me more connected into other parts of the parish. Um, and it's a great way for families to get together and worship God, but in ways that maybe you wouldn't have thought about was possible. Uh, and it's very hands-on, it's very craft-based. Uh, and we're going to talk to Alison and Paul, who are quite central to the eight parishes start with Messy Church. Um, and uh, they'll talk a little bit more about how Ye Messy Church is not just about Yate, but it's all over the place. I know how you've been involved in Messy oh, Church yeah, in previous we, before. Yeah, we had our own, we had a Messy Church up in, uh, up in Drayton, there was two there. Uh, it's it's fantastic. It's, it's really good. It's really good. It's it it is orderly chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's orderly chaos. But it's it's it's, uh, it's a lovely way to uh, to even for adults as well, even more so for adults, to get to the root of what the stories are actually about. Yes, and think about things in in quite a different way. So they're great. So that'll be next week. So we'll see you then. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. There's more content to follow and you can find out more by going to yateparish.org.uk. 
As a podcast, you can also find us on iTunes and within SoundCloud. And as every week goes by, more podcast platforms will pick up the connection so you can be the first to listen to the new edition of The Connection. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you in the near future. The way to communicate with us can easily be found on our website, yateparish.org.uk. God bless.